Sans one Kyle Clark who has family obligations. Mm-hmm. Here I am with a lot of flyaway hair. Flyaway hair. Uh, it's been an exciting weekend. It's uh, yeah. Christmas Eve, and here we are recording a, uh, a Jackie and Laurie. Yeah, it's an occupation. I'm Laurie Kilmartin, and uh, oh, this is our this is the close of season seven. Mm. I think we should start having seasons. Seasons, yes. Okay. Uh, there so we'll, we are. Yeah, we'll be starting season eight in January. That's so, it, right? That's right? the whole time. You've had, oh, I don't know, oh, 300 and what? 50. Seven times five is 350 or yeah, yeah. hours. Oh, my oh. God. <laughs> Horrendous. We are building okay. a relationship, Lori Kilmartin, and we're doing it in real time, you guys, one hour at a time. <laughs> we, it's, it was an exciting night last night because we record. We were going to record this when we were both doing flappers because you did the eight and the ten at flappers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I did the seven thirty at the Improv Lab and then the ten at flappers, and so we were going to do it. And then it was uh, after midnight, and we decided not to. Correct. But we we uh, we trapped our good friend Mary Lynn Rice Cub and gave and she sat with us for a half hour and we did our little uh, Patreon bonus. Yeah, a Patreon, but which anyone at the five dollar and up level can listen to. We also right. have a couple backlogged, and then we're gonna do Marcella uh, pretty soon. So pretty, pretty darn soon. It's pretty much worth so- it. I think it's worth it because it's been Maria and Laura House. Laura House was first and then Bamford. And now Marilyn Ricecup. So Marilyn Ricecup, by the way, her set, everybody's set last night at this 10 o'clock show was ridiculous and awesome. It was can I, I don't know that the so, comics enjoyed <laughs> the experience, but it was fun to just, uh, you know, it was like one of those audiences where you're like, oh, okay. All right. You, your set was so funny, but can I tell you about my first set first at the, at the, at the, at the improv lab, it was hosted by a young man. One of the, you know, one of the new up and comers, he seemed now I don't, and I don't mean to belittle this kid at all, this guy at all, because he's, you know, here we go, watch it happen. And I did say something on stage after just because totally, he just felt newish as a comic and but compared to me everyone is right and <laughs> you know if you think about that and then um and then also kind of like he had he has so many great premises he was raised in some sort of evangelical church and he had a premise about he never masturbated until he was 20 wow and every time he wanted to masturbate as a as a young as a young boy child, uh, he would literally just go, "This is the devil. This is the devil. This is the devil," and that's hilarious. Or it will be when he finally writes the right punchlines to go with it. It was okay as a bit in it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not even slamming the kid. I uh, but but there was he just yeah. it was he's got gold is what I'm saying. Okay. Because there's that. There's the fact that he talks. He looks like 
the the biggest Mormon guy in the the kid in the world, right? I don't know that that was his upbringing, but it was super tense, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he got out, and now he talks like he's been only listening to '90s hip hop. So he is this, you know, loaf of white bread just standing there going, yo, 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 this is fucking great. And you're like, it's, it would be like me trying to, you know, like if all of a sudden I talked like Janelle Monet or whatever, <laughs> it would be banana land, right? Essentially, but it's hard enough when Megan Trainer does it. So that's a weird musical reference. So, but here's, but so the, what really got grim or, and the audience, his heart was in the right place, which is why the audience, which was, mixed race like it wasn't just a pile of whitey magoos that he was talking to but he was talking to the white people mostly because this was a bit about racism Mm -hmm. and he was trying to talk about and these were things that had happened to him he was uh, he was talking about how he's playing call of duty and his handle makes it sound like he's chinese and how and then he talked about the n-word it was like three minutes of and he said the n-word by n-word but he said the chinese slur by the actual word right which doesn't parse yeah. right it's not it's not great everybody sort of flinched and yeah. but he only i think he only said it once he might have said it twice but it was a lot yeah. and um and then he he's a math tutor so he was talking about these two kids who were using the the n-word and how he and they were like, well, can we say it? And he's like, well, I'm going to need a note from your mom. But we don't know if those kids, because I, I don't think it's an, uh, I don't think I'm breaking any, any, uh, any huge news flash here. But the N word is the exclusive property of people of color, right? Yeah, I, so, I, 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 I definitely, uh, it's the provenance of the person that is called it. You right. Know, they can they can reclaim that word. Real like, hard. <laughs> I know it's a temptation of white comics to get in and I should be able to talk about this too. And I get it. You know, you yeah. want you want everything. But you you know, you, you want everything. everything. <laughs> you can't have it everything. Sorry. I understand wanting it all. You can't have it all. Uh yes. You can find I, a way around. You can find your way. Yes. You just can't yes. have it exactly the same. Because you also don't get the other approaches get being called that. So it's like right. if you want the right to say it, yes, you know, you you act you also should, and you can't apply for the right to be called it. <laughs> right. Well, Just, right, and because of the Call of Duty thing, he had yeah. been called the Chinese name, and so he felt, I think, like it, like it, it validated it, and it doesn't, but. I understand the name. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so there was this. So there was this disconnect and it was it was genuinely it was kind of awesome to watch him try to figure it because I knew what he was trying to do, as did the audience who were very polite (laughs) and laughed at the things that were funny. And laughed at the things that had a great deal of potential. And then I, a meddler, Jackie Cation meddler, uh, no, and very rare. You know what? Talk about seven years of doing the show. Go back to year one. That would be the last time I actually commented on someone else's standup while they were in the room. <laughs> so, because okay. it's not, yeah. I usually right. don't. We yeah. don't. It's not done. But it was so weird 
that I like, and, and myself, I work on some hard topics that don't, that I have to talk around. Right. You do as well. And I know I've been approached by younger, smarter people of color, people that actually are those, the things that I'm trying to talk to white people about and have said, I see what you're trying to do. (laughs) Move. (laughs) Do it another way. Right. Pick a different lane. I get it. Yeah. And so it's hard. It's hard. And so I admire his effort, but it was, uh, it was weird. And then second show, I followed the, the Jewish kid who uh, wanted to talk about all the, the ways he's stereotypically Jewish. Okay. Except right. for yeah. that nobody thinks he's Jewish. And then he talked about all the stereotypes and how he is all of those things. And that made everyone uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, my comedy's weird, man. I'm just, this is making me really appreciate my technique of never watching comedy. Uh, <laughs> just going up on stage when I hear my name, running from another room, not knowing what I'm jumping into. Right, right. Oh, man, you're set. Outstanding. Like, I only saw his set because he went right before me. I got bumped. Um, yeah. He got to work in for some reason. That's TikTok. usually. That's usually always a TikTok. And um, you said that, but I didn't know him. So uh, it's weird how some comics are introduced as uh, you've seen them on TikTok. Oh, weird. <laughs> we could you all know, be seen on TikTok. <laughs> that's for, I don't know, is that going to turn into as much of a credit as, you know, uh, a late show? I, I have no idea. It's really it, the Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Maybe it will. Maybe it will. <laughs> it's a it's a strange time, and um, uh, I have been. Uh, tr- I, I uploaded a ton of little videos this week because I. I know. I would I, say. Yes. I would say, pace yourself because you're going to run out of them. And I would just do one stand up a day, and then cannibalize this show, and then cannibalize talking to the camera, like like yeah, Josh okay. was talking about. Yes. Because because you're going to run out of stand-up clips and then you're going to be bummed. But I also repost them, especially if they didn't get... I'd, there's two clips that didn't get any traction on TikTok. I'm going to take them down and repost them because I guess I'm supposed to post three times a day, someone told us. Yeah, Josh Josh said that, which... Was that on TikTok, he said, or on Instagram? TikTok. TikTok. I think on Instagram it was more. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know. But he also said that you could schedule. Yeah, I think he said that that was an Instagram thing. If you were logging in from a desktop computer, like going- I think it was TikTok, but whatever it was, check out both because it would be great if we could schedule both. But that would make that would mean that the hour of morning social media that I do would extend itself to two hours you know, if I then I, did all of it. Right. I when I um, at Montreal this summer, I was in a lot of co- like vans with uh, Otsko and Ryan. Yeah. Well, oh, that's they neat. Were- they were just talking about how exhausting it is to post that stuff. And I mean, and she does dance like she has to choreograph her shit. Right. She's got to get her grandma up from 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 right. the basement or the attic or wherever they're keeping her. And it was her dad, I think, was in the last one I just saw. And it was super. Oh, yeah, he was having, yeah. I think so. And he would look like she, he was having the time of his life. <laughs> Yeah, she was saying that they sometimes, like after a show, they get back to the hotel room and then they spend a couple hours 
working on that stuff and it pays off. It's totally mm-hmm. paying off for her. But once I, once she told me that I was like, Oh, this is just the other part of this job more than I kind of understood. You yeah. know, it's this work yeah. of finding a clip. Like I was looking for a joke and I just popped open uh, uh, an old root. Like I have, you, you have you, all your stuff is digitized. But, yeah, you would. You would. I, I got to show you my my library and how I've organized it and stuff, right? So that's I, amazing. I, I'm like, all right, 2019. I was doing this joke, this this set, and all the stuff. So I I just start, you know, looking, just oh, going. Well, what what club haven't I taken a clip from? Maybe yeah. it's maybe there's a good set here. So I pop open a rooster set, and right before the joke I was looking for, there was some crowd work that was like really funny and good and short. So yeah, put that in there. But I mean, it's weird. Like you could just pop open and just start watching. And if you if you just have a moment of crowd work, that's you know maybe isn't isn't like um, a Steve Hofstad or Heckler destroy. But sometimes it's just funny shit. That's like there's I don't know anybody who you destroy hecklers. Like I mean, it's just like the I casual. Backhand of just you talking to someone in the. It is one of the. It's a joy to behold. Quite honestly, (laughs) last night you were just like all because that guy interrupted. Oh, the guy up. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, the guy you were you were talking about the uh a uh a new you were doing a new bit. Yeah, and the guy said, "Well, what are you what are you doing?" Like you mentioned something you were watching, and he goes, "What was it? What were you watching?" And you're like, "You know, I would I would let you in on that." In about 30 seconds. In about one second. My next sentence was going to be the punchline, which would inform you in joke fashion what I was talking about. You don't need to prompt me. Guess what? I've been up here. I've been doing this a long time. Right. The, The next sentence will either be A, more exposition, or B, the punchline. Yeah. You're, gonna, you're not going to want to miss either of them. They're both yeah. going to be great. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to be up here going two plus two equals. Good night, folks. <laughs> I'll tell you the fucking answer. All right. I yeah, that was, problems that was ahead said. of time. That's what you said. And look, Mary Lynn and I were in the back just laughing so hard. Uh, she got genuinely angry, and I watched her face as she regrouped. I know. Oh, it was a delight. So this, she tells the story on the Patreon uh, half hour, but yeah. it, the short version is just she whispered the punch like she she asked a rhetorical question of the mm-hmm. audience, and some questions are more rhetorical than others. All she needed was sort of a mumble, mumble, sure, and she got nothing because this audience was dead quiet and uh and she just then she went to different parts of the audience and was like do you want to hear it and nothing do you want to hear it nothing and finally she goes to that couple that those two women and the woman goes "Mm, sure and she just the fury it was a delight that woman in the face uh he said something snarky to me too and you disagreed with me i don't want to re i don't want to rehash our But I think there is a type of female audience member that resents a female comic. Right. And I didn't they, say there wasn't. Well, you're like, no, that's every gender. You, you were you tried to all all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> this happens. 
they don't they're no they're no problem for male comics but when a woman gets up it's like wait maybe they're the funny one in their group and now wait i'm supposed to there's another funny woman but she's funnier and they get mad or whatever i don't know there's a hostility that is uh specific to a to a to a very specific woman all i said it was and let us rehash it is that all (laughs) i said was that there's dudes in the audience who are like i don't want to watch her and she's she's pulling focus from me and you've told that story too there's a certain kind of male audience member i've heard those very words come out of your pie hole (laughs) so your joke hole and uh yeah right but last night it was a woman and last night it was a woman okay and, but also, and I didn't get to work on any of my new material on either of those two bits, two sets. And so, as much fun as I, as much as I enjoy stand-up comedy, that was vaguely irritating to me because I, um, I almost have something. You do, and I, I did. I, well, whatever I saw you working on at the lab on uh, Wednesday was oh, a lot, yeah. right? And yeah. so, yes, you have many avenues open to you. It's true that uh, I wanted to get Otsko to do that show, but Otsko had to cancel because she's on set. She got booked on some some TV show or something. And so Jeannie Yashere, who was on the show with us, yeah, did Otsko set in the main room. Oh, cool. Yeah. And... Uh, holiday audiences, though, are awful in general. It, <laughs> it, it's people that aren't necessarily comedy fans. They're just out for the night. They're dressed in sequins anytime an audience member is in sequins you're in trouble all right they you guys should be wearing jeans and uh right because you i mean you thought this was a clubbing kind of event yeah. it is not my friend yeah you get yourself have... a hoodie come on out to a comedy show do not sparkle in my audience okay? <laughs> i sparkle you sit there in fucking jeans and be homely and let me sparkle <laughs> you laugh that's the rule all right. All right. Everyone People. make a note, make a note. Uh, right. Here's what I want. I kind of want you to open your Christmas present on the show. Do you oh. want to open it on tomorrow? Yeah, I want to open it tomorrow. Cause it's okay. There you I go. Have. Right. Right. So open it tomorrow and then maybe uh, film it to a, to, to an Instagram. All right. Cause, oh, cause okay. It, yeah. First of all, there's some content. Uh, B, uh, (laughs) heaven forfend that you just live your life. Uh, Well, I'm also angry that you got me a gift because now I have to get you one on Christmas Eve. Right, right. You know, there's a lot of sales over at the World Cost Plus. Uh, I went over there. It's a madhouse. I had to go to World Cost Plus, a a grocery store, Rite Aid to pick up some meds. And um, oh, and the mall for, for your mother in law, yeah, yeah, Jackie, uh... you are living the life I led. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't yeah. that and and the, the pharmacist is Armenian and yeah. she's always like pulling somebody over, somebody else Armenian and going, She's Armenian. <laughs> I was like, You know, that this is not a rare bird here in Los Angeles. It's because I don't look Armenian enough. No, it's Um, because they're like, look, we have a blonde one too. Ooh. Right, right. It's the the Irish coming through. And (laughs) it came, I I took Chris to her her optometrist this week to pick up her new glasses. And her optometrist, of course, is Armenian. Uh, I used, when I first moved here, I used to count how many Armenians I ran into. Like was I was at the bank, I was at the gas station, I was at the grocery store, and now I've stopped because everyone's Armenian, 
absolutely everyone. And uh, I'm surrounded by all of my neighbors, except for my neighbor from Thailand. Anyway, so, and but they're, uh, sh- they were, for the holiday, they had a box of baklava, like a, a very, just small, very sweet. And I tasted, I was like, this is very good. This is actually better than my grandmother's. And uh, which I felt kind of un- unsupportive of my grandmother because she was pretty psyched about her phyllo dough. Hey, was she, it your grandmother a, a Holocaust survivor? Uh, genocide, genocide survivor. Genocide survivor. Yeah. So you mm-hmm. sold her out for the uh, the favor of the optometrist? <laughs> I'm just saying I don't usually like baklava and my grandmother loved to make baklava. What mm-hmm. I liked my grandmother to make was something called boreg. And it's essentially a phyllo dough, thousand layers of phyllo dough with cheese and parsley. Uh, cheese and parsley, cheese and parsley, cheese and parsley. It sounds great. Uh, guess what it is? Delicious. You could bake it. You could also fry it and it puffs up. And that's a different kind of dough. Whatever it was, she made those and they were amazing. Her baklava, sticky. Too much honey. Don't like it. Uh, this was perfect. And the woman went, your grandmother made baklava? What are you? What are you? She said to me. <laughs> A comedian. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. And then she didn't yeah, believe side, me. So. Side note. So uh, the Arme- the genocide, the Armenian genocide is not ever, re- the Holocaust, capital H, refers to just Nazi Germany and holocaust meet a uh, lowercase h could that be applied to the armenian situation by definition yes but the holocaust is seriously trademarked uh the right. jews have, have they've co-opted the word and they're not though, i mean let's, yours was first let's be honest even though ours was first and hitler comp it, Famously, Hitler mentioned it. Yeah. And uh, who remembers the Armenians, he said. And, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> how many times on April 24th has this story been told? So many times. Uh, so, um, but yeah. Yeah, the, the, the Jewish Holocaust was, I mean, it was larger. It was, and it was on this, and it was, it wasn't hidden. It was actually kind of a big part of World War II. Yeah. As opposed to, and the Germans were more efficient than the Turks, you know? I mean, did you see that? I just watched that. Oh, I forget the name of it. It's, uh, it's a movie about with Kenneth Branagh in it and Stanley Tucci for some reason plays a German, but, um, they uh it's the meeting where about uh 15 nazis got together in early say 40 or 41 and figured out a more efficient way to uh kill kill their Jewish pris- prisoners basically yeah they were uh wow like, what a horrible thing to oh it, it was it's horrific and um the uh, what's horrible about it is how you know methodical they were about just trying to figure out which what's the most efficient way to do that how to kill as many people as possible because they had so many people to kill it was like this wow list that they were from their point of view you're just like wait these are these are people yeah it was unbelievable that is a movie that i would rather be in or have died from than to watch it, uh, well, oh, very dramatic choices. <laughs> always, uh, always, Lori. I don't uh, know why I'm not getting acting work. These are dramatic choices. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I uh, did you watch the um, so so a comic named Kyle Anderson? 
did it made a documentary, an hour long documentary about the Chris D'Elia, uh, oh, no. and his uh, his cult. He has like a sex cult, and he had teenage girls branding themselves. And it was it's it's so much. And I and I wait. That's real, Chris D'Elia, who goes yeah. up at the Improv occasionally, has a cult where people brand themselves, young women, underage. Yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, he's a father now, so I'm sure he's dust. Oh, I hope he had a daughter because then he'll find out that women are people. No, That's he so didn't. important. Oh, he had a boy. Uh, he's going to raise his son to really respect women, though. That's the sure. important thing. Now that he is a. Uh, but he's not okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so that that just as was dropped like I don't know five days ago or something, and it's gotten like a last I looked it had over a hundred thousand views, but it might be more. Yeah. But it's, I guess he settled legally with some of these uh, now women, but I don't understand how if I mean I understand they the it's hard to prove sexual abuse it's hard to prove rape it's hard right okay uh, most cases don't you know don't go most women don't report and then a lot of cases don't get you know conviction convictions it's very difficult right so, but they were all but, under age so that's and there's uh, so many of them i don't understand why this is not a criminal case it doesn't matter if the girls settled civilly it doesn't matter he committed crimes again that the state has said are you know illegal you can't do that and uh so, and no one's charged him with anything right this has almost three hundred thousand views are three days yeah three days ago it went up three days ago wow so, and he's not doing any advertising let's get back to no i'm kidding uh so like it doesn't have ads on it <laughs> no no well no he doesn't have ads on the youtubes oh i thought you i thought you wanted he didn't activate on our our oh. podcast. <laughs> and if he doesn't you're not going to talk about it wow that's no no that would have been really hardcore but no what i'm saying is that he didn't turn the advertising on on his youtube page oh okay so people can just watch it like uh like a thing so good for him Kyle yeah. Anderson or whatever his name is. I think that's his name. But anyway, okay. pretty. Mm -hmm. I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I long ago was like, oh, that guy's guilty, but no one cares, and he still works. A couple of clubs don't work him, but a couple, of a lot of places do, mm -hmm. and just go, oh, that's just uh, that's that's this business. It's really it's really shitty. Well, wasn't it this week that there were the two things that blew up on Twitter? <laughs> the Murray guy and the Eric guy. Yeah, Isn't that this week, right? We're and we oh, oh did we talk about that last week? Okay, yeah. Every week, it's a it's a brave new world of some <laughs> dirtbag just getting more work than us. It's weird, but but I think that that you know from so so literally like the right wing has co opted that term grooming, right? And they're and they're using it for every every single male politician who's a liberal they're right. like well that guy grooms paul wellstone would have been a groomer of a person and he right. might have been who knows you, you ever see that like because there's in 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 some cases like there was that one guy who avowed feminist and creep and mediocre stand-up which i should have mentioned right. first yeah yeah there he is uh remember that guy oh Oh my God. Yeah, he That's wasn't so... very good. And 
he was okay. I mean, people left going, I saw stand up comedy, but it wasn't, he it thought was it was a amazing. lot about uh, Yemen from. <laughs> <laughs> right. US, right. He was US, super uh, political. Yemen. Yeah. And it was always like, like he was anti billionaire when it wasn't cool. We'll give him that, right? Sure. Yeah. But it wasn't particularly funny. And and that, it turns that, out ha ha out loud funny. A more right. of a oh yeah, that's right. And he was a bit of a close talker. So I mean, with yeah. me. Okay. So just imagine how he was with someone who was 23. Exactly. Uh where it was he was a little probably a little cansy, as we used to call right. it back in the 12th century. Right. So uh, but those guys, the guy, the avowed fervent feminists who then use it as a road to get that sweet, sweet ass, uh, is very pussy. (laughs) That feminist pussy. You're like, you don't, you want in on this feminist dick? And, uh, (laughs) that's my, that's my guy impression, by the way. That's the only one I got. Pretty good. So sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm about to go on the road for a full month. I'm doing New York. I picked up 15 sets already in New York, the 10 days that I'm there. Yay. Uh, is it possible? I was going to ask you to do them. Uh, the Stand and Greenwich uh, Village Comedy Club. How far apart? Are, how Are they an hour in, in between each one? I believe so, yes. It's, it, it's You'll be stressed all night. Uh, okay. You need things to run on time. If, a, if someone's running late, you just go, I got to be off by this time. Okay. If, and uh, maybe you'll do a short set on one of them. Okay. You because uh, you'll have to go. Yeah. And in Greenwich, they're they're close, so you have wiggle room. Okay. Uh, but you never know if it you know it, it it's hard to catch a cab sometimes and yep. uh, whatever. And you would recommend a cab over Lyft. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, weirdly enough, I just got a Christmas card. Uh, from this person who lives six blocks from where I'm staying in Brooklyn. It's uh, her oh, new yeah. address. I know. Her... I got two from her. And she, yeah. the second one she sent me goes, did I, I think I already sent you one. <laughs> oh, really? I'll take okay. It. Yeah. So I'm hoping, yeah, I'm hoping to hang out. I haven't told her that I'm staying six blocks from her, but yeah. that's where I'm staying in Brooklyn. Cool. And, um, and hopefully, so that would mean that we could gather. And, uh, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm literally, I'm going to the comedy castle and then I'm going to New York and then I'm going to Sioux, Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then I'm coming home and then I'm doing roaster tea feathers. And uh, what? it's a lot. And I, I told Andy, I was like, do you need me to cancel the New York thing? And he was like, no, you should go remind New York that you exist. Yeah. So Andy's going to be home with the two dogs and, uh, his mom. And the cat. Or, well, the cats don't need any care. No, you, you just got to empty the box every food. two. Yeah. You got to, you got to clean the box every two days. Yeah. So, um, well, but I, but I might be asking Kyle to help with taking her to, um, I've, I've asked him to, uh, he's, he's helped out where he's driven her to appointments medical. That's nice. Yeah. And a couple other way, a couple of friends do it too. Uh, a couple other friends do it. So I am getting, mostly reimbursed for Charmy's uh paw situation because oh, yeah? I have ASPSA uh pet insurance and after the first hundred dollars they cover ninety percent oh, okay um some amount so I'll get most of it back so that's good but I'm still out the twenty seven hundred for uh that's a lot for the rats. Well, 
Oh my God, that is so much money. Okay. They plugged up a bunch of households. And, yep. and it'll probably, it'll, I know it'll save me money in the long run because yep. cats can't get in the dishwasher and all that kind of stuff. So it's all plugged up. And one of them was killed. The other I've only seen once. It's like, um, now that they have no place to escape to, I don't know what he's doing. I'm a little, I'm like kind of worried about him, but I hate him and I hope he dies. <laughs> but um, I do feel like better and I don't hear, you know, there's no rat scrabbling, the no. scrabbling rat noise, which is one of my least favorite noises, quite honestly. And it's the whole thing of, of then you go, was that a rat or or was it a mouse with a long tail or was it a squirrel <laughs> and the fur fell off its tail? Like all the things you tell yourself. To, to wow, hit. you are building quite a, 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 a children's book there. That is a, a, <laughs> it's a more of an Edward Gorey. I don't know. That I just ate this month, and that was like hard. Yeah, I'm setting up I, uh, my accountant. So what I realized, I tell you this, is that because I haven't been working with Maria this year, mm -hmm. uh, I forgot that Maria was about a third of my income. And then uh, I also lost all the sound exchange money, and so that is uh, another third of my income. So it's but so, it, so it, But what I have learned is that I can live on a third of my income uh, because that's what's left. And I still live indoors. So uh, we can, and I don't know, there's, there's, there's always hope. There's, that's what I say. Or well, I keep telling myself that. Apparently. Uh, yeah. So my tracks were resubmitted under the new label, December 1st. So now, theoretically, they should be playing my stuff in September, December, and then I would see something in January. But then, then what I always hear is, "Oh, there's a lag. There's always a fucking lag." Okay, three, three month uh, lag. That's what I was told. Lag. Okay, yeah. well, it's been a year long lag actually. When you add in all this other shit, I have released an album and made six hundred dollars from it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Jeez. not great. What the fuck? Right, right. It's in a bad. year, in over a year. No, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm over here. I know, but it's like, it's like, not only do we, we both released it October, November of last year, then we got the lag and then it finally kicks in minimal and then we're totally blackballed. Mm -hmm. Yep. I know. Uh, so I have that new, that new set that we're cutting up, up to make, uh, to make tracks uh, for, for essentially just for serious, I think. And um, one of the tracks that he picked was my merch pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, that's the pitch for the dad t-shirt. I don't, and because it has a joke in it about that mm -hmm. I've never done on any album. And he's like, that's funny. And I, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And so there's, uh, he cut 18 tracks and some of the jokes were just too new. Because last last week I told you that I hadn't listened to them yet. I've listened to them now. Yeah. And um, there's 10. I mean, he might be able to put together another two. There might be 12 tracks that that hopefully could go over there and become a thing. And we will see. And that will be nice. Hmm. If it if it takes and if it doesn't take, I will continue shoveling sand against the ocean, uh, which is what it kind of feels like some days. But uh, no, other days. If old, like, can can material that's just from a club set be used as an an, an album? If it's like 
10 years old. Like, right, I mean, like how is the audio, right? Exactly, exactly. Because I thought, let me try to redo this talking penis bit. Yeah. But I can't do it now. I just can't. It just doesn't right. feel like me anymore. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't get, do it justice like I could when I was, that was part of my act, you know? But. Yeah. So what I say is have this guy listen to it and he will tell you if it is usable. Uh, so. And then you will know because okay. there's no there's no reason there's no reason not to ask right, right, if, it's, right if it's possible income possible income and i thought about i was like because i'm so precious when i put an album out right so fucking pre- i listen to all five sets i give time code i've got all these track names fuck me who cares uh now i'm well, just like yeah i all everybody else is just putting out aren't even being played who fucking cares everybody else is just putting out content and i'm like that joke isn't super tight and uh i'm like but it's it is getting laughs i mean the audience loved it so maybe it'll 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 be okay and so i'm just sort of and it is interesting to hear them because what i did was i took super old bits mashed it up with whatever it went with you know, because all of my albums, it's essentially just one long story mm-hmm. of me being alone, me being dating, me da- me marrying, me marrying, and whatever. And then, like, my brothers and my dad, my brothers and my dad, my sister, my brothers. And, my dad. and so, I mean, it's just one long story. So if I throw in an old story from three albums ago with the new story from the new album, that could be a track. But to some extent, I don't know. It's hard to remember all the lines and uh but i should listen to the other because we pulled all the tracks were pulled from um saturday show at at uh the madison. from the week from madison i got i should listen to the other four out four nights because they were all they were done uh we paid a little extra to have them split the tracks so the sound quality could be um massage better yeah hey let's take a break okay I'm Missy Wadiway, the host of Maximum Film. I'm Alonzo Duralde, also the host of Maximum Film. And I'm Drea Clark, yet another host of Maximum Film. Every week, we hosts huddle up. Usually with an illustrious guest. And we talk about films. We have film news. We have film quizzes. We answer your film questions. It's like the maximum amount of film talk. That's why we call it Maximum Maximum Film. Film! Maximum Film, the movie podcast that's not just a bunch of straight white guys. New episodes weekly on MaximumFun.org. Comic of the week. I met her at a party. And let me me tell you something. You ever meet a party person? Well, just the two uh, this year. And uh, but uh, the though I did go to Brandy Posey's birthday party. Remember, eight months ago. Yeah. Anyway, so. yeah, so I met you ever meet a comic and you know they're funny? Yeah. Yeah. So I looked her up because I was like, first of all, she didn't farm material. I mean, it wasn't like that. That's not the sign that you've met someone funny. No, it's stand-up comic. Conversationally funny. Yeah. You right. You could you could you could see how her almost when you hear that she's a comic, I was like, oh, well, let's talk. And yeah. then uh and then you could see I could see how her mind worked in the short amount of time that we talked. So I looked her up. Her name is Renee Santos and she is at Renee Santos comedy on Instagram. And she um, 
does a lot of Olivia cruises and colleges, I think, not corporates. She was telling me she does a lot of colleges and, and those cruise ships. And she's super funny. I, I watched a couple mm-hmm. of her clips and it was smart and silly. It was just, it's everything I always want in a stand-up yeah. comic. And, um, and she's friends with Foley, Aaron Foley, or at least uh, they know each other. I, 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 right. I hate to, I hate to imply, I, I, I don't want to give her the Foley, uh, <laughs> the Foley bump, but she got the Cation bump and the Lori and Jackie bump, Jackie and Lori bump. That's, um, that's hard doing cruises and colleges. To me, that's very grueling. Right. I've never done a cruise, but having heard about right. cruises and the isolation, mm-hmm. you know, on a cruise and the college colleges are, I don't know, that's that's tough. Yeah, the 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 cruises always feel like you're trapped from hearsay. And that's scuttlebutt. The only cruises I've ever done is that one nerd cruise. And the yeah. nerd cruise was super fun because even though everyone did then know who I was, they were all nerds and it was great. It was it, a, it, it's the way our, our crew friends tell us I'm doing cruises. We're, right. You know, oh, the, it, it the voice drops. Good. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they look around before they tell you and it's a hushed tone. I'm doing cruises. I'm in with carnival. Like they're not, <laughs> they don't want word, the word out. They're just letting you know why they've disappeared for six months at a time. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're making money. And they're making money. They're making okay money, and it's and it's fine. And I hear that cruises now have comedy clubs on them, and it's not old timey cruise cruise shows. Old timey like, cruise shows, you had to have, if I'm if I'm getting this right, two forty five minute sets. Well, uh, I just talked to Ross Bennett, and he has two separate hours for a cruise, two separate clean squeaky clean hours. For so a he's cruise. still doing the old the old um format there's some of those cruises are still going yeah uh, for for cruise directors to i mean the the there are very few comics who can pull that off and want to want to <laughs> you know yeah yeah that is and that's on me because i've been asked several times because i'm such a you know people think i'm so happy uh <laughs> so they're like you should be happy I know people who don't listen to this show because uh, I want because I can be grumpy and I can be a pill, but uh, you know you're living it right now, <laughs> and uh, we've been in the same room together doing this <laughs> podcast in a half a decade. Anyway, so but the I will say that uh, so I've been asked to do to submit not do cruises because you know that if they just said do you want to do the cruise I would do the cruise. Right. If they yeah. if they want me to submit, if they want me to audition, please courteously fuck right off. <laughs> I don't want. Them. You can just tell me uh, before the show. Don't say these words and don't talk about this topic. And I'd be like, OK, yeah, got it. that's it. Right. I have another and and the clubs are supposed to be fine. You're just doing 2030s, sort of like that Vegas and yeah. the one that Estes, Estes said that she would book before and never has. But uh, it could happen. You know, you could never you never know that <laughs> oh, Vegas. Yeah, right? I, I, I emailed her a while ago and she's like, I haven't seen you in so long. Send me some tapes or send me something. So I send her my cordon where I murdered mm-hmm. and I send her an hour long set, which I'm sure she, no one would ever watch. But, I, right, but you got it. I yeah. see that I have an hour and then. I heard nothing back. So I just send avails once a month uh, in case, uh, I don't know, in case I can in a good minute in her life where she, 
back to me. You know, what's so funny is, or well, last night at Flappers, Mary, Mary Kennedy, her daughter is in a Spanish class with my son. Right, right. <laughs> and so her daughter was at the club and she was talking to Kylie, Brian Kylie, and it just made me, it reminded me how different boys and girls are because I'm listening to another 16 year old have full full sentence conversations with an adult that aren't like painfully awkward. And I'm like, oh. You were so fascinated by that thing. You just kept looking over there. I know. Like, are they still talking? Yeah. Is she still having a real conversation with him? Yeah. And it wasn't the whole time, but she did have a sustained conversation with Brian Kiley, adult human. Yes. And she was I mean, a child. Yes. She said more than uh, Yabra, which is uh, <laughs> pretty much what my son will give you. You know? Right. That was kind I, of uh, cool. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Um, I turned off the comments on my uh, YouTube shorts. My YouTube shorts are doing the most volume. Oh, good. You're doing YouTube. I, I keep forgetting about YouTube shorts and 800 pound gorilla keeps claiming the copyright on them. So um, uh, hmm. because the videos on their yeah, audio. Yeah, it's on their okay. thing. So but but you, but you just turned off the quotes. The comments? I turned off the comments because uh, most of the negative comments are from men. Mm -hmm. And it, it always feels like something else besides I didn't laugh at the joke. <laughs> you know? I, I, I just delete TikTok as well. I literally just go through and go, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. hang out with you. So I'm going to delete your comment. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and it helps if you triage it daily, sadly, because yeah. if there's a lot of comments, then it just becomes overwhelming. Right, right, right. So, but if there's 30 comments, then you could kind of scroll through and go, oh, some people like me. Oh, that's actually just weird. How many right. comments are you getting? You're so much funnier than Amy Schumer. I was like, fucking leave Amy Schumer people, alone. Yeah, people love to use you to either shit on Amy Schumer or shit on the both of you. <laughs> right. As, you know, like an old Amy Schumer. <laughs> like, just, you know, your reference just fucking go away you know somebody did a tiktok and it was um i think i look like a young jackie cation and you know why that hurt so much is because it was true <laughs> oh it burned it burned she was a perfectly adorable and i go oh fucking use it use it or lose it kid uh because i was adorable as a as a 29 year old you were. I saw your headshots all over the country. I'm like, mm -hmm. who's that gal? How, when am I going to meet her? Oh, in 30 years? Okay. <laughs> hey, congrats to one of our own. Jay Moore is engaged to the owner of the Lakers. I love it when a comic wins. <laughs> it's so weird who he marries. He marries <laughs> such interesting people. Like It seems like they don't, Nikki Cox and Jeannie Buss don't have a lot in common. It also seems like Jay Moore and Phil Jackson, her ex, don't have a lot in common. But you know what? They found each other. That's all. I, I, and Bobcat, I, right? Was Didn't, one of them was uh, engaged to Bobcat, wasn't it? Oh, I think. I don't. It was it was the uh, the actress anyway. The early. Well, anyway, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the buses, the Lakers. I think one of the brothers, you know, there's a family of siblings, owns the new ice house. I was going to say, when's that happening? 
I don't know. I keep hearing, I mean, they did a major renovation during COVID. Okay. They can afford to uh, hold on to it as long as they want to. Right. They probably got PPP coming out of their ears. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, they wouldn't have needed it, but anyway, um, Hey, you know what? Uh, That gives, it's hope for me. Maybe I'll Jay will be my brother-in-law. Maybe I'll be a Mrs. Bus. Right. If if one bus is willing to marry a comic, why wouldn't the others? Do you want to go to his Christmas party? Let's, let's, you know, he was on the dark forest a couple of times. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, I mean, and Jay Moore, he's one of these guys. He's not, he's just a very, very confident man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, I don't ever, I never got a creep vibe from him. I mean, I, I didn't. Know. I worked with him, and and I didn't. He talked a lot about sex. This is like the Sacramento punchline, mm-hmm. at least fifteen, maybe twenty years ago, and so girls loved him. <sighs> girls loved him, right? Uh, but I didn't. I, I didn't get a weird vibe from for me about him. He, I got. I got a. I, I got a vibe where I just wanted to go. Well, stop talking about it. Nobody cares. But it was never any like it was. It didn't feel creepy. Yeah. It genuinely just felt kind of boring. So, and yeah. his stand up is fine. His stand up is 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 good, right? But and, yeah, but he kills. But um, he such a weird conversation. Please, Jay, are... don't feel bad. You, I can't imagine he's listening. No, but there are there are male comics who, um, you know, I I think don't hide the fact that, and this is different from a Delia situation, who's completely psychotic, who are uh, whose most of their act is designed to get laid after the show consensually. Right, there's there's literally Jay Moore practicing heterosexual. <laughs> that's his that he is a stand-up he's a stand-up comic who is a practicing heterosexual yes. and would yes. like if you are interested uh please he would he would like to engage <laughs> in that with you not and, anymore not anymore uh, no right right hopefully he is practicing monogamy <laughs> and uh but yeah um yeah so good 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 for him and good good for the profession of stand-up comedy i know i know <laughs> well ultimately shine a light on female comics because <laughs> it always does if it's good for the male comics it always we end up trickle down is that what the rain falls on us <laughs> a little bit uh, i'm gonna need an irrigation system set up at some point i'm gonna NBA want it to be a little more nba um, owner that's it that's all that's all all right it's uh yeah because there's it's interesting sometimes there's a but i i think i was thinking that I was trying to think who else, a guy like him who likes me that just seemed to be like, sometimes those guys, they don't want, they've never wanted to be with me, right? They've never wanted to sexually get with this. Uh-huh. But uh, but they, for some reason, I'm, it's it's one of those, you know how you always, you're sort of proud to be one of the guys? Yeah, right, right. There's, right. there's that was always yeah, sort of my play as a like young comic. And right. 30s. And then, and then I was like, you know, <laughs> what else is there besides one of the guys? Is there anything else out there? No shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> wow, we should definitely take another break. I, okay. I don't know what to say about that, but. Uh... It could happen to you. You're all grown up now. 
a professional adult with diverse interests and hobbies. And one of those hobbies is video games. You just can't help it. They're so good now. If that's you, we're here to tell you, you are completely normal. I'm Maddie Myers. I'm Jason Schreier. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. And together we form Triple Click, a podcast about video games. If you think you might be a person who likes video games, we hope you'll give Triple Click a listen. Triple Click, new episodes every Thursday on Maximum Fun. Hey, we're back. That's what I know what to say about that. Back. Mm-hmm. I watched, sorry, I wasn't available yesterday. We agreed on a different time and then I forgot and bought tickets to see Puss in Boots with my son. He really wanted to oh, see How it. was it? It's really great. It's I, really I really want to see it. I had no desire to see it. No, it's no, I can't imagine it. It's present for my son and it was really good. Uh, I was a little sleepy and t- and, and the seats were lay, lay flats. Oh, really? They went all the way back? Bit of a nap, but uh, it was great when I, and uh, I'm sorry I missed what I missed instead of being excited mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I missed them. John Mulaney was uh, Jack Horner and he What's was- it, What was it called? What's the full name of it? Do you remember? And that's it? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah it was really good. And the, the last wish. Beautiful. It's actually called Puss in Boots, The Last Wish because he's a cat and he gets nine lives. Oh, I know. I saw it. I know. I was there. I know, but I thought I would let other people know. To do a call back to your act, uh, boots on the ground over here. <laughs> location. Oh, my brother Phil has the COVID. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, first time. Shit. Yeah. But uh, he's listening. We all wish you the best of health, brother yes. Phil. Um, guys, try not to get COVID. I mean. Right. No kidding. I mean, honestly. You know, we just don't know how it's going to affect the second half of our lives. And it's it's so crafty and such a strong virus. Mm-hmm. We, I feel like we just know the tip of the iceberg of how bad it, it's going to be. Please mm-hmm. don't be part of the mass disabling event that the probably the most um, negative uh, people on Twitter are calling it, you know, but what if they're right? What if they're right? Right. What if they are? They and they they very well could be. But uh, I I, don't know. I got some uh, nasal spray um, from. Oh right, right. Yeah. That, here's the thing. It's like you you're you're not supposed to do it more than every six hours, right? So just when I'm in in a headlining situation or in a club situation, um, I, it's uh, it's from Israel. I you know it's you know there's it's, it's scientists it's, were involved, right? It may be the ivermectin of the I don't want to get COVID group. I don't know, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll. Uh, to me, if it's if there's a possibility, what's it made of? Jackie, I don't read ingredients and I don't read Hebrew. Here's my point: is uh, <laughs> this okay? I'm gonna after when you're done, I will tell you a story. Go ahead. So, um, I how did you get it? Uh, it was on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Um, and so I, and I could have gone directly to a site in Israel that it would have been a lot cheaper, but I wasn't sure about it. So I just got it on Amazon. And now the next round, I'll get it from this site on, on in Israel will be a lot cheaper. But um, uh, so I, you know, it, it's like a nasal inhaler. It's like what, you know, if you have, if you use that for asthma or whatever nasal things people have, which I don't have. So I, I'm not used to using an inhaler or a squirter or anything like that. So uh, I put it, I threw a bunch in me. 
uh, before my set at the lab on your show and then uh, put the mask back on. And then I created a little environment where my nose started running. And I'm like, oh, running out of my nose now. And I'm about to go on stage. And I'll just be dabbing my nose and blowing it while I talk about how I don't want to get COVID. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that happened. But normally I do it a little bit prior to like leave, like when I'm in the hotel room leaving for the show, I'll do a squirt. And then when I get back from two hours of shows, like four nights, four hours of being in a club, I'll do a squirt before I go to bed. Okay. Um, Allegedly kills 99.9% of all viruses that are in your nose. I hope it isn't Lysol, because that's their slogan as well. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) I got a laugh. I got a genuine laugh on Lori Kamart right there, you guys. Um, Yeah, so I have to say that when I was, because weeks before the ivermectin thing dropped, our friend uh, told uh, told me about ivermectin. She said there's, I've, I've gotten all the vaccines. But I've heard about these two drugs from Mexico that are supposed to be great. And just know if you get, if you get, uh, and this is obviously way before Paxlovid or whatever the antivirus thing that you could take if you have COVID. Yeah. Um, this is before the vac. This is right after the vaccine, and people are also want to take. And it was ivermectin, and it was something that was made. And I said, well, what, what are they made of? And she said. Uh, one of them is made of grapefruit and uh, orange rinds that have been distilled. And I was like, I am willing to take that. And she, and I said, what is the other one? She was like, well, it's a pharmaceutical. And I was like, I am not willing to take that. So yeah, I don't, all I know is that um, I don't want to get COVID. This is what, yeah. <laughs> this is what I think. I don't want to get it. Phil, Phil sounds like he has a really bad cold yeah. and he, and he got a positive test on the, over the, the home test. Ooh, I, t- okay. I told him to take a PCR and to get the Paxlovid. I d- actually, I don't think I d- told him to take, get the Paxlovid. I assume someone would tell him to get the Paxlovid because everyone I know who's had it, who t- who's taken the Paxlovid, uh, and I don't know that I'm saying that right, has been better within five days, like like better, better. Like it 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 worked pretty quick. You know why you want to get um get a PCR like at Walgreens or CVS or something like that, because that's like an official uh, diagnosis versus you at home with your two lines. I mean, that's good for you to know, but the government doesn't know about it. Right. Now, go to an urgent care, go to a Walgreens. Yeah. yeah. If, if later on down the line, you develop long COVID and you, and later on down the line, the government admits that this is a huge problem and people need financial like benefits from this or some sort of, you know, some sort of help financially. Oh, right. A positive test that's official will help you. If you don't have an official test, they're going to say, well, maybe you're just tired and you don't, you know, we're not going to give you money. So many people might end up needing assistance that that uh, they're going to look for ways to not give people assistance. And if they don't have like a, a registered positive test for you or anyone, anyone listening, you mm-hmm. might be denied benefits. That's okay. All. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Whew. I know it's a lot to end a podcast on. Yeah, so let's but so let's talk about comedy and close it out on comedy. What uh, where are you in January? Oh well, this weekend. First of all, tomorrow we are doing our Zoom show for our Patreon 
and our max fund. Now, if right. you want to join a Patreon, you can do it immediately. It's it's for any level, and you'll see. Yeah, just join. And you can. Our show is great. Uh, Danielle Perez is doing it. Uh, oh, right. Laura House, uh, yep. Jack Fabulous, and Karen Rontowski, plus you, me, and Kyle. So we have like a killer lineup. Yep. Uh, that is uh, on the 26th, which is, oh, actually, that's the day this comes out, right? Yep. So it's today at 5 p.m. Pacific, yep. 8 p.m. And we're not recording it uh, nope. out of deference to the comedian. So it's it just exists at that time. And if you are a Patreon, you can, if you are a Max Funner, they'll send you the link. And if you want to join our Patreon anytime before 4.59, you'll get the link and you can you can watch the show. And right. you, miss, you know you miss us and you miss comedy. Right. And yeah. if you're and if you and if you support the Max Fun, you should have got an email. Yeah. Right? And if yep. you support the Max Fun and you didn't get an email, email me, Jackie at JackieCation.com yeah. and find out what the hell. And then um, uh, this yeah. weekend I'm at Cobbs in San Francisco. Well, that's right for the for the over the big New Year's show, right? Yeah. So if you're in San Francisco or nearby, please come out. Uh, the 29th and 30th, I'm headlining it. And Tony Kameen will be there. And Nicole Amy Schreiber will be there. Uh, some other comics who I don't know off the top of my head. And then on New Year's Eve, it'll be that show plus Doug Benson. So oh, super fun. flavor is and how much money you have. The New Year's Eve show is always, of course, more expensive because mm-hmm. it's a holiday but you know come on out it'll be a lot of fun and i'm excited always excited to come back to the bay area to do shows and Cobbs yeah. is just a great giant room it is a great giant room um i yeah i the, my my thing is i think the fourth fifth and sixth or the fifth sixth and seventh whatever the weekend is i'm in royal oak outside of detroit at the comedy castle and I'm looking forward to that. And then I have a gajillion sets in New York, which I'm going to try to put on my website. I don't know how that's going to work, but uh, just follow me on Instagram. I'll, yeah. I'll maybe I'll just make a an image that Jackie, will have a list. Jackie Fabulous does with her seller spots. She just takes the email Esty gives her and she just pastes it, and it's like 300 sets for the week. That's it. Good idea. Yeah. Um, January 14th, I'll be in Corvallis, uh, Oregon, uh, which is about an hour south of Portland. So if you're anywhere near, please come to the show. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to be there. Tickets already on sale. Tickets on sale. You can go to my website, kilmartin.com. They're there. And I'll be in New York the few days right before you. I'll be at the same clubs you're going to be at um, a couple days before you. I'm there like the 5th, 6th, and 8th. Six, seven, that's the week I'm at, at Royal Oak. So, uh, Comedy Castle. So, and you're not going to be there. I'm the leaving week. on the ninth. Oh, you're leaving on the ninth. Okay. Well, I'll wave at you on the eighth. We yeah, will we'll both be in the, the New York. Day. Yeah. Are you yeah. taking the blue? No, no, no. Uh, it's a, it's a Delta. It's a, yeah. it's a thousand. Del- Cause, cause I'm flying to Detroit and then I'm flying to New York and then I'm flying to uh, snow jam in Sioux Falls. And then mm-hmm. I'm flying back to LA. Are, are you flying into LaGuardia or JFK? JFK. Ah, Delta flies into LaGuardia. That's so much closer to Manhattan. Well, I the, there was a choice. I, I never, I don't know New York well enough to know which one to fly into. And JFK seemed uh, the cheapest. Okay. So I went with it. Uh, and then in February, I'm going back to Michigan. And I think that's when I'm going to have to stop for a day or so and just see my pop. Yeah, um, I just and I don't know if that'll happen, but Traverse, Michigan, with Bamford and oh, uh, a bunch of other comics. I think it's a festival, Lori. 
I think it's a festival. Let him know. Just be, <laughs> when they invite you, that's not this. You, you don't go, oh, good. I got Lori. I covered it. No, I'm a separate person. Okay. <laughs> you haven't right. covered the Jackie and Lori spread if you just book Jackie. That's right. Book us both. You can do it. All right. I say we go away now. Yeah. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.